0: Sorry I couldn't be with everyone this morning. I'm actually on my way to Austin, Texas to be a part of a significant meeting about a regional campus ministry fund. A few years ago, a really generous donor had the idea to create a fund to help financially support churches in college towns. It's been exciting to see how this fund has evolved as several larger congregations from around the Heartland, Texas, and Oklahoma have decided to contribute to this fund to increase its influence. We have been recipients of this fund over the last six years, and it's benefited us greatly here in Lawrence. It's enabled us to raise up leaders, send people all over the Heartland, and help us build the church here locally in Lawrence. And although I'm not able to be with us this morning, I'm excited for what we have planned for our service today. All throughout scripture, we see that God's people have always relied heavily on prayer. And when you read through the book of Acts, most of the amazing miracles that God did were preceded by the church coming together and praying to God. In fact, one of the first things we read in the book of Acts was the disciples meeting and praying to God. And what happened next was incredible. Prayer is so powerful and effective, but we often don't make time to pray or take advantage of it in its power. Oftentimes, the Israelites, as well as the early church, would all come together, and the leaders would stand before the people and go to God in prayer together as a people. In 1 Timothy, Paul instructed the church on how to worship, and the first thing he said is, as a church, come together and pray all kinds of prayer. I think as a church, we would be wise to do a better job of imitating what we see in scripture by making more time to come together and pray. And today, for the rest of our service, we're going to do just that. I've asked some of our family group leaders to come up and lead us this morning in the time of praying to God. And I believe that the more we do this as a church, the more that we come together in prayer, the more we're going to see God do incredible things. Let's join together this morning as a church, as one, to pray to God. I can't wait to be together next week as we worship God with our brothers and sisters from Kansas City. Love you guys.
1: So as Willie mentioned, we're going to be going to God in prayer uh, today, this morning. And, you know, this is a time where we can unify ourselves as a church and move the church closer to God's will and purpose. And, you know, this is really just the tip of the iceberg, right? We want to take this time to pray, but outside of this, we all want to pray and continue to pray together for God's will to be moved through our church. And make sure that, you know, when, when we're praying, you know, obviously we're all going to be praying together, but take a mental note if there's something that, you know, you want to go forward. Uh,
2: we want our faith to be moved uh, by, by our actions, right?
1: So just make sure that
2: you're, you're meditating things
1: and thinking about um, some of the stuff that we're praying about, because I know it'll be on your heart too. Um, each of us will share a scripture, and then we'll just take, just, just three to five minutes of some time to pray, okay? I'm going to be praying about uh, God's Word. Eric will be praying about service. James will be praying about uh, our families. Steve will be praying about being a light in the world. Mike will be praying about unity. Uh, Marlon will be praying about growing uh, with our faith. And then Eric will be praying about uh, bringing us closer to God in the harvest, okay? So at this time, I'm going to share a scripture to start us off. Says here in Hebrews 4, verses 12 through 13, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrates even to the soul and spirit, joints and, and arrow, and judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight; everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of men. let so the to God. In Dear Father in heaven, your word uh, has connected Christians and your disciples through generations, Father. It is your word that connects us and carries us on uh, through, in faith uh, to you, Father. Through trials and hardships, uh, we have your word to go to to make sure uh, that we are, are grounded in your principles and the life uh, that you want us to live so that we can go closer to each other, be a unified church, Mm -hmm. and really follow your commands. Father, your commands give us a purpose for something that we didn't have before. Your uh, word turns us to the light, Lord, and away from darkness. Your word helps us connect with people that we never thought we'd connect with before. Father, I pray that we would be a church that wakes up and reads your word, Mm -hmm. that we would be a church that revisits your word throughout the day, that before the end of the day, we would revisit your word again, Father. We are together with when we meet each other in our discipling times and in our family groups. I pray that we have your word with us in that, just like it says in Joshua, Lord, that we would have your word written uh, on our hearts. Father, I pray for uh, the younger Christians, Lord, specifically anyone who has been a Christian under 10 years, Lord, uh, that they would really fall in love with your word, Lord, that they would uh, read your word and continue continue to read your word, Lord. It's so inspiring to hear about people like, like Mitch, Father, who have written about uh, baptism, Lord, pages and pages. Things like that only come from love of your word, Lord. I pray that we continue to have more examples of people just sharing and talking about your word, writing about your word, because there's just an obsession with it, father i pray that this year lord that we may really uh, really grow to love your word father maybe it's reading a lot of scripture maybe it's just meditating on just a little bit of scripture at a time lord but whatever it is i pray that we grow closer to you with your word lord as it says in psalm 19 how can a young person stay on the path of By living according to your word, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate
2: on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect. so deceive yourselves to do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror We live in a world, Father, that's so devoid of love. We live in a world, God, where service and giving to others is only as good as our own, And it only goes as far as to the people who we decide are worthy of the children to what we have. Jesus lived a life that was so full of service and love of God. Everyone was able to see who he was what he stood for by the actions of the people. He reached out So full of love. People not know I pray God to pour ourselves out for those in our.
3: Romans 15, it says, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give
2: you the same attitude of minds for each other that Christ had,
3: so that with one mind,
2: one voice, be glorified by the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. When
3: I think about the scripture, I think about um, where, where do things start, uh, and, and it, it, it's in the hall when it comes to spiritualness, uh, it starts with our relationship with God. You know, we can have all the wisdom in the world, uh, we can share insight, and uh, we can take time to give to other people uh, and, and impart our wisdom on them, but if we ourselves are not challenging ourselves to get into God's glory
2: and in our faith and our relationship with God, uh, even though what seems apparent to really are hurting.
3: One of the challenges I've always had is, uh, sometimes I just feel like I'm kind of always going on in of faith that
2: I've had, maybe from my campus
3: I was uh, going through times where I was growing in my faith, learning new things about God that I never knew, uh, and being challenged in ways that I never challenged before. And uh, the scriptures really call us to be able to uh,
2: have an attitude and heart to grow Understanding who God is and what we're going to do as far as uh, the challenges that God puts forth in our lives. Uh, we need to be uh, we constantly have that endurance
3: to get into God's Word and to grow in our relationship with Him. Uh, be able to give
4: uh, encouragement uh, not only to those folks in our family but also to the people who are around our family groups. We
2: want to be able to pass that on to our family groups. allow that, that time together to
3: be a time
4: of growing.
2: Community here in the church, that we can take that out.
3: We'll uh, really witness
2: to it in that way. Uh,
3: one of the things I've been asked to pray about and share about is, is our, our marriages, being our parents, and being our children, and then also uh, praying for our children to be faithful and that we can just pray for the communities. Of our so I want
2: to take a time to do that. I'll just take a few minutes to, to pray, but um, I
3: really want to be able to encourage you, especially if you don't have. I want you
2: to understand that, that, that maybe not having biological kids is mean, not responsible for Christ to help kids that are in this church. I want you to think about the example that you set as you are growing in your personal relationship with God of how you can be a part of this community and God's church family right here in Florence and help these kids grow up to know God in a way they can't walk.
3: Know that, learning that more and more. Uh, it's very important that we take that in consideration. Let's pray. God, we're so grateful to be able to be here this morning. Thank you so much for giving us an opportunity to share uh, our lives uh, with those who are younger than us. Father, I just ask that um, as we are taking time this morning to pray to you that we will really look to you for guidance in our marriages. God, We you know that our personal relationship with you is uh, worth starting. And God, I pray that we work on our
2: marriages make our marriages healthy, better if we are uh, single uh, or if you don't have a spouse. God, I pray that we just look at our relationship with you uh, as that marriage. that we look at how we can serve and honor you as our, our spouse or our other. So God, that, that our life still reflects um, that, that same it has the same impact on the parents and the children. God, I pray that we can be strong and faithful as we pray together as couples, we pray together as, uh, as uh, family groups. And God, we can be strong in our faith in our example. I guess God, I
3: pray also for the for children uh, that you help each one of us take responsibility
2: for the children that are here and around us. everything we do is an example
3: for them to grow in their faith and their love for you. Uh, they see us modeling. On our knees, and submitting ourselves to you as a living sacrifice. Father, I also just pray um, that you will help our children to see how
2: they need to be different wherever they go. As they go to school, as they're out in the community
3: with friends, God, they see the importance of having godliness in their decision making and the way that they move forward with their daily routine. Father, I just pray that they would spend time with you as well, that they'll be encouraged by the things that your word is doing and changing. Also encouraged to live, uh, worthy of calling you, that uh, you're calling them to. Father. I also just want to pray for the communities
2: and families. Mm-hmm. We see the brokenness; uh, we just see it all around us. God, help us to start right here in Florence to be able to share our lives, invite right. people in, let them see the
3: love that we have for you, and the way that we live, the way that we structure our family, the way that our kids respond to us as parents,
2: the way that we respond to our children, the children uh, that we're responsible. Have a way to be able to just really show the in this community
3: that even though there's always an example of
2: what is self gratifying and self pleasing in this world, that will always be there. we are the same example of being selfless, being servants, being humble. With God, but we don't take for granted the grace and the mercy of so
3: sure the people so us. share we you have the people I love you so much. Praise the Lord. Right, I'm going to um, start reading in Romans 1. I think it's a great idea. I'm really glad we're doing this. In Romans 1, it says, "The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them." For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what's been made, so that men are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged
2: glory of mortal God for images made to look like mortal man and birds and animals
3: and birds guys the, the world we're living in is in a dire state it is dark and it, you don't know that it's dark talk to your neighbor talk to other people that are there talk to your kids um just one or two weeks ago, we had a couple over to our house, and, and uh, their little girl is in elementary school. And their little girl knew about a friend of hers that was ready to commit suicide. So she reported that, and that little girl came back and thanked her for saving her. This is elementary school. She didn't have to deal with that in elementary school. Pam and I were talking to a woman at a restaurant. Just, uh, Earlier this week. And uh, she's been in jail. Uh, she's she uh, getting drugs. She's getting dried She lost her child. There's uh, just so much going on in her life. She look around you. God wants us to see what he sees We've got to open our eyes. Earlier on in Romans 1, Paul said. I'm obligated both to Greeks and to non-Greeks, both to the wise and to the foolish. That's why I'm so eager to preach the gospel, also to you. Then over in First Timothy it says, "I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness." This is good. Is God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth? In Romans, Paul says, "I'm a blive." She says, "I'm a debtor." That 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 word, when you translate it,
2: is indebted to everyone. He feels like he owes a word about Jesus because of the state of the world. In
3: um, First Timothy, says, "What pleases God is that we actually pray for this world, that we pray for our." I don't know where you stand, Democrat, Republican. We've got to pray for the leadership that's in place, that they make great decisions. God wants all men to live in peace, and it's going to come through us, from God, because of our prayers and because of our efforts. us pretty good. Father, we need you. God, we need you to open our eyes. Help us to see what you see when you look at the world. Father, uh, Jesus looked at Jerusalem, and he just wept, and he said, if you only knew what could come to you, but now it's hidden from your sin. God, because of the way we desire sin, we desire things that are so against what you intended in the first place. Our eyes are closed. We're blind. But Father, as your church, we pray that you'd open our eyes. We pray that you'd help us to have compassion and empathy and to see the hurting people. Just like James said, the families families are in ruins. There really is a darkness in the world. But God, you've put a light in the world through Jesus. You've put that light through Jesus, through your Holy Spirit, into us. And we can take that light into the world. Father, strengthen our arms, strengthen our legs, that we can go and we can take that message through. Open our eyes, God, that we can see people for what they are, that, that they're hurting inside, Father, and that we can have compassion the way Jesus had compassion on them. Father, please bless our efforts as we go through 2019, 2020. I pray, Father, that you'd be glorified more and more and more through your holy In Jesus' name I pray.
5: I want to read uh, John 17,
2: starting in verse 11. It
5: says, I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction, and the scripture will be fulfilled. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy with me. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is true. As you sent me in the world, I have sent them into the world. For them, I sanctify to myself that they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as as a thank you so much for the scriptures. God, thank you so much that so so long ago, you prayed for us. God, just as we sung earlier, you got down on your knees and you prayed for you. You were thinking about us today in this room. God, that we can be united God, that we can have a closeness because there's so many different challenges that are pulling us. Satan is trying to divide us. God, and we, we can see, easily see the, the the small distractions of different race, different cultures, age groups. But God, you are more powerful than all these things, God. So as I read this, I'm excited, God, of what the power you can cause, how you can give us your glory and that we can be unified. And that's what Satan is afraid of, our unity. God, I pray that we are first foremost unified with you, God, that we are close and we depend on you, and God, that we use your word, the word of truth, God, that will settle all arguments, God, that will give us a perspective on life that will help heal our hearts, Father, that will heal our soul, God, and so, God, that we can be close, that, Father, we can uh, walk away today, right now, we can start dreaming of just the the closeness and the power that we will see manifested in all of our lives, God. God, you are so generous. God, thank you for your son. Father, thank you for the glory that you've just given us to be a part of this family. God, we pray that we lift our family up close. God, that we uh, put down all the walls that separate us, Father, so that we can be united just as you are with Son. God, thank you so much. I praise the name. Hebrews eleven, starting in
4: verse one. It says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what we what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous. When God spoke well of his offerings, And by faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life, so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. Before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, bit, built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir to the righteousness that is keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called, go, called to go to a place he would rather receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went. Even though he did not know where he was going, by faith, he made his home promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob who were heirs with him for the same purpose. For he was looking forward to the city when foundations his architects and builder is God. Stop there. There's a lot more by faith here. Uh, this is what we kind of know as the uh, Hall of Faith. These are the people that uh were remembered for not just their deeds, but how brave they were to just trust God, even though they didn't know how the end would result. And, you know, I, I look at this and I think of myself, how much do I trust God? How much do you trust God? Who's in your hall of faith in this room? you ever think that each one of us be part of that hall. Every one of us could make a story that inspires others, that encourages our faith, that that makes us know that God is real. But at times, my spiritual fuel tank can go low. At times, I can forget how awesome God is, and I try to do it under my own power. And uh, that's when I find out how weak I am. My humility can flee from me at times, and my pride blinds me on what really needs to be done because I forgot to pray, really think about how God would have done. But what I have noticed here is that the scripture starts with that we believe in something that is not seen. And so I challenge you guys Trust in God, but get a vision for yourselves of where you would like to see us in a year. Where do you want to see us in five years? Where do you want to see yourselves? Do you want to be the same person, or do you want to be the a person that knows that your faith has grown every day? That you are not the same person. God has changed you. He has changed you into a prayer warrior. He has trained you into being a teacher of the word, not just a student. He has trained you to be an awesome husband, an awesome wife, uh, an awesome child to your kids, no matter uh, to your parents, no matter uh, how old you are, be an awesome child to your parents, and be a contributor to the one body of this church, that everyone here knows that they can be taken care of by anyone here, but that only starts when we trust God, and we believe in him. Please join me in prayer. Dear God, we come to you today that you will help us grow in spiritual strength and in our faith. I pray that we can have the faith of Abraham, who was asked to give his only son. And he got up early and went. Because he knew the Lord was going to provide. God, I pray that we can be like Noah, that even though he was ridiculed by everybody in the neighborhoods, uh, You know, just all the peer pressure of wondering, why are you building such a big boat? Um, Even where all these animals start approaching, you never hear that he doubted that they could be taken care of. He had the faith that after the rains had come, he would still be here. I pray that we can have the faith of Mary. That in the time where a woman that got pregnant outside of marriage would be condemned maybe even stoned and killed. And yet, she accepted God's task of being Jesus' mother. But also, Joseph Joseph had the the faith to accept her the way she was and to raise Jesus as his son. God, I pray that we can have the faith of Paul, that uh, we can accept our pride and our past and use that as a motivation to make a better place. God, I pray for this church. I pray that each one of us can take a personal stance on our faith, that we can grow in our belief, that we can be wowed by you, God. Not just in the amazing, huge things that you do, but in the minuscule things. That everything we pray for, everything we do, grows our faith. God, please watch over us all. Please help us help each other to grow in our faith. God did not create this church so that we could do all this by ourselves. Please just help us help each other to grow in our spiritual walk with you. your son's name, we pray.
1: There are many scriptures
3: about God's word being preached at the nations. There are few that are more direct this in Mark 16. Jesus said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you so, so much, God, for this family you have called us to be a part of. Lord, that you put this on the people's hearts to reach out to us. For the only reason we are here is somebody Reached out to us and taught us your word, taught us how to be your sons and daughters. Father, we pray for everything that has been prayed about already. God, all the plans, the visions, the dreams that we, as part of your kingdom and Lawrence, Kansas, have to grow your kingdom. Father, we we pray that you bless these plans, that you guide us in how to succeed. God, most importantly, that we rely on you and your strength alone, not our own. Father, we pray that through your word, we will grow in our faith. Through our faith, we will grow in the way that we serve the community. In the way that we grow in the, serving the community, we will also grow in being a light in this dark world. Lord, that through that, we can be unified not only with you, with the other disciples here in the church and in the heartland god and that through all of that we would be able to teach others to know you to love you and to follow you through all of our days father we pray that you would put it on our hearts to reach out to those strangers that we may not know or that either don't know about you or that at this point in time do not believe in you father we pray that through our actions through your word, through your love, they would come to know God. Father, we pray not only for your kingdom in Lawrence, but in the whole heartland, God, through all the churches in Omaha, Kansas mm. City, Wichita, mm. Columbia, Springfield, mm. St. Louis, and Northwest Arkansas, Lord, that all of these churches would have their purpose, their mission of being a disciple, to grow your kingdom. Mm. God, we pray for all of the cities in the heartland that may not have a fellowship. God, just to name a few, we pray for Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm. We pray for Manhattan, Kansas, Mm. for Joplin, Missouri, for Jefferson City. Mm. God, and there are so many other cities that need to know you, that want to know you. Father, we pray that through our actions, through your word, we can reach out also pray, Lord, that you would put it on people's hearts to sacrifice their personal desires and serve you full-time. God, the only way that these cities that do not know you have a chance to know you is through people saying, here am I, send me, that are willing to be a part of a church plan, that are willing to be a part of a mission. God, there are so many needs in this world, but God, you have given us the task of growing your kingdom. God, and I pray that through all of these things, through your word, through serving the poor, through unity, through our families, we can be a light to the world. We will be united and ultimately, Lord, the harvest will be found. Father, we pray this all, This concludes our time of prayer. And if you guys would please stand as we have one final
2: song portion.